I'm Amber. And I'm Allie. And we are two married ladies here to expose you to the best, the worst, and the kinkiest of erotica. But don't tell our husbands. These are our personal thoughts and views, and we want to be clear that while this is meant to be a lighthearted comedic podcast, that we are no way kink shaming and do not condone kink shaming. Hey Amber. Hey Allie. What you drinking over there? So this week I have a regular lime margarita because this book is based around Tink and when I think of Tinkerbell I think of green and Tinkerbell is definitely sassy and spicy in this book and tequila makes me spicy. Does it make you spicy? Yes. yes. Okay so. Amber. All right. I like that. Um, can you please let us know what are our trigger warnings and or kinks? Okay, I'm going to add all the triggers and kinks together because somebody's trigger can be somebody's kink and vice versa. So hot. I tried my best to make sure I included them all, but I'm not a professional, so please do your own research before reading. But you're like a professional. (laughs) You're too kind. Okay, so we have some BDSM, whipping, spanking, restraints, uh, polygamy, orgies, dom-sub, denied gratification, MMF, I'm not sure if this is correct. MMFMF. Whoa, that was a long acronym. (laughs) Or just another way of saying an orgy, but that's what the orgies consist of. Uh, Compersion. I know that's a new one for listeners, so that is getting off by pleasuring somebody else. Shared domination and shibari. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I have no idea. But uh, bondage with ropes is what that is. That is all super hot. Yes. So, Amber, what is the book we're reading this week, and what is it about? This week, we are reading another Katie Roberts. I love her. Wicked Villains, book three, The Worthy Opponent. You will notice that we skipped book two, but all these are meant to be read as standalones. You can read them in order, but you don't have to. So, And the book is all about giving us a wickedly erotic spin on a favorite Disney classic. Book three of her Wicked Villains series focuses on Tink and Hook as they have to maneuver between getting killed by antagonist Peter and more dangerously, breaking down Tink's walls. Oh my god, you wrote this, didn't you? It's so hot. (laughs) More dangerously, breaking down Tink's walls. But actually, this plays a large part in the book, so I love that you included it because it really is like a central plot point. So thank you. Um, Okay, Amber, what did you think about this book? What did you find hot in this book? Did you find this book hot? Uh, I found this book extremely hot. (laughs) Because how could one not? (laughs) Just from the kinks that we listed alone, there's something for everybody. I I think that was like the longest trigger warning list I've ever (laughs) come across. Yeah. (laughs) Or kink list, what should I say? Okay, Allie, what did you think about the book? Is there anything that was super hot to you? Like, what stood out for you? I loved this book. <laughs> this book. I wish you can see her face right now. Anyways, continue. I'm like, I'm lit up like a bulb right now <laughs> because it's just, it was a good book. It really was. It was. I think I really like Katie Roberts is what I'm finding. Um, so thank you. And it's funny because you told me about this book series like a year ago, and you sent me some excerpts from, I think it was this book. Was it this book? Probably. And I remember being like, what the fuck? 
What is she reading? Yeah, I was like kind of horrified. But now, <laughs> I don't know if I told you that at the time. No, I was you like, did not. So uh, <laughs> um, But now that I've read it and I'm in this world, I loved it. Um, so, okay, tell me your thoughts on this. Um, my first thought reading this book is that the book itself was a literary foreplay. Okay. Let me tell you why so you stop looking at me like that. No one had sex till page 55. And I was like, can somebody fuck? (laughs) So I felt like while tension was building between a hook and tink, my own tension was building because no one had had sex yet. So I was sexually frustrated by, by the literary foreplay. Okay, so I will say the I threw you in with Katie Roberts, and they both started off. Or well, at least uh, the first off, book started, started off, off like, super hot right away. Like, like right away. Okay, ass is being spread. <laughs> Jafar is entering. Like first chapter, pretty much. Um, that is not a lot of erotica. I mean, it, it happens from time to time. I will. Uh, so don't have the expectations. Like fifty-five pages in is okay. Actually, even good for some of them. A lot of them. I oh think, my god! I, I feel like a lot of them are a slow burn. Not all the time, but like a lot of them are. But like once the sex starts, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Or it's just I don't know. It's the way it's described. It's still very hot books, but these uh, the Katie Roberts books are just definitely like bam, bam, thank you, bam. Like, these are definitely more sex based than plot based. Got it. To me. So. Okay, so. I guess, though, I understand that most of them don't have sex um, right away, like the first Katie Roberts book. Yes. But, like, there was so much sexual tension so early on. Is that normal? Because that was, like, like you knew they were going to have sex, and it was just like, come on, give it to me. Well, a lot of the books I've read, it's, you know, uh, the female character, she's got, like, four or five chapters before she even meets the male. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not as much uh, tension built up. No, like, it will build up after that. Jesus Christ, I can't handle this. (laughs) I can't handle it. Because as soon as Hook came into the picture, and she was like, I don't want this. But, like, I'm like, you want this. (laughs) Oh, no, that's what I felt like. I guess because I've read so many where, like, it's a slow burn. Like, they meet, and, like, there's, like, ten chapters before they actually fuck. So it's just, it's built up so much that so when they do, you know, have sex, that maybe it's not dungeon, sex dungeon, yeah, you know, yeah. crazy shit. It, it, it could be just like a good missionary or a good... A good yeah. missionary, yeah. Yeah. We love but a good it's missionary. Just, it's, it's been built up for so long that it becomes like the hottest book I've ever read. All right. All right. So... So I should get used to literary so, foreplay. Yes, please Because, man, it was... It was it was literally killing me. I was like, please <laughs> have sex now. I need it. I need it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was um, the literary foreplay that I was very into. I was also um, super into how everyone was so horny all the time. Like, my God, can you imagine if these characters were real people? Like, they wanted to have sex at every single time in every single way, no matter the situation. And I'm just like, I understand birth control is pretty effective, but like the amount of sex these people have... And don't have babies? Right, like, like, you know, if birth control is 99% effective, and y'all, I don't, I'm not too good at math, but that's a lot of sex, 7.1%. <laughs> that's 
that's gotta eventually. It's gotta pop up somewhere. But yeah, there were there were several scenes um, where um, specifically I'm thinking of the one where Gaston because did you notice it's not Gaston in the book? That's I think she I'm, had to change it. Uh, that's what I'm wondering if she had like a deal with Disney or if that's her loophole with by like just, changing the names a little, a little bit. bit. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. His name is not Gaston. It's Gaston. Or I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correct. I have no idea. Um, but he's in the book. And, you know, he's introduced early into the book as, um, you know, someone that Tink has had scenes with. And uh, Hook is intimately familiar with him. We'll talk about that more later. Uh, but he loses this father figure in his life. And he comes to Hook for counseling. And, you know, it's just, just some guidance and mentorship. And, um, you know, he just lost his father figure. And already he's like, he tells Hook, I can't fucking, I can't turn my fucking head off, man. I just want some peace for a little while. To which Hook responds, tell me your safe word. And Gatton immediately says Rose. And, like, then they just start fucking. And I'm like, okay, dude. Okay, but say how cute Rose was. Like, I know. Not to be doing the beast. I agree. But, no, it, like, I feel like everybody, it's, oh, I have so much trauma. Let me just fuck it out. Which I feel like. Do you think that's realistic? Not as much as they do, do it, it yeah. and maybe not to that extent of grief. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you know, like I can go through some grief and like maybe later on just to like, but like I cried it out first. I do some stuff first. I don't know. Like my first thought isn't I need to I find need my sex. husband and yeah. like you know fuck all this like sadness. Yeah, that, I, I think that's an interesting question. Like, you know, maybe that's not our response to sadness, but maybe people's. some people, when they're sad, yeah. they just they just want to have sex and, like, lose themselves in it. I, I honestly don't think I could be turned on in that situation. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, but these people are so horny. But, I mean, there might be people out there that, you know, that is their way of release, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of release, um, Hook, the character in general... So many releases. <laughs> um, I thought Hook was the hottest character. Um, this is my, what, second erotica? Yeah. So, I, you know, like, I don't know if I'm qualified to speak on it, but what did you think about Hook? How'd you feel about Hook? Do you like Hook? Am oh, I, I think, alone? I think he's... I, I definitely like him better than Jafar. Yeah. Uh, not top five, not maybe not even top ten of, like, my favorite male characters. Okay. Of it, but... Like I said, like I mean, I've read a lot more of these, but there's nothing I, I don't I don't know why he may not be in my top five or top ten. I think almost he was too much of a good guy. Yes. For me. Okay, like, so just to kind of dive into the plot a little bit. So in the book, uh, Tink is working at the Underworld as, uh, which we will revisit as the assistant manager of a sex dungeon. <laughs> How do you land that? Well, I know how she landed that. Like, like, in general. I just, my note for that was, like, is there middle management in the underworld? Like, why do we need an assistant manager? Like, what's her responsibility? And do they have these in real, like, 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 is there someone take an inventory and, like, I don't know. Gotta get the, uh ejaculation quota for the day. Yeah, I just imagine, like, somebody creating, like, the schedule, like, really mundane work, you know? Oh, Amber does not like this margarita, by the way. <laughs> Amber is not a fan of this margarita. Ooh, that is some extra shots. Alright, so, uh, Tink is middle management at the Sex Dungeon, and, um, her deal with Hades comes to an end. She is about to get kicked out of the Underworld, and she knows that when she gets kicked out of the Underworld, um, Peter, Peter... Pan? is waiting for her and he he's trying to get her back right and he's a bad dude so um hook comes to her with 
this kind of ultimatum, right? Like he's like, if you marry me, I'll it, protect you. Yeah, I'll protect you. And additionally, I'll I'll kill him, right? Yeah. So so all that being said, Hook is a good guy. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes and yes. I I don't know. I Do you have I a no? Do you have a no? <laughs> I I mean, I understand like I understand he married her because it secures his spot more in the territory, I guess for people who are second guessing his Command? Yeah, power. Because he, he took over Peter's but territory. But I feel like regardless if she married him or not, he would have had to kill Peter. Yeah. To secure his territory. Right. Like, like Peter was going to be a nuisance yeah. regardless. So he was going to die. You were going to yeah. kill him. So maybe your focus wouldn't have been protecting Tink at the same time. Yeah. So I guess that, you know, she could have got killed in the process. But, like, either way you were going to kill him, dude. I mean, it was a little unbelievable to me because I'm like, you're just into her. Yeah. Like, you just have a Which thing is for manipulation. her. Oh my god, don't come for Hook, okay? I have, what, how many quotes do you think are here of me loving on Hook? I just want to tell you guys, we have had several outlines for several uh, podcasts, and this is by far the longest by, like, times four. So hang in there, guys. And all of it is her notes. But because I love Hook so much, can I just read you some of these quotes? Okay. Can I please just read you? I'm sorry, listeners, just uh-huh. bear with me, but these quotes to me... Can I, please, Amber. Read them, read them. Thank you. I, I okay, have my thank you. Okay. <laughs> Amber's gonna sip while I read. Um, okay, so there's one line in here where uh, Tink is so upset about this marriage, and she's talking about how she's not gonna have sex with him. Um, and and then he makes that deal with her, like the only way we're gonna have sex is if you beg for it, because she made such a big deal about not having sex with him, which Amber is loving this because she's she's into that. <laughs> I thought that was hot. I don't know if that was just a kink for him or not, but I also like because I also feel like that falls along the lines of consent. Yeah. If you are crawling and begging to me, that is consent, absolute there, consent. You can't say like, "Oh, you emotionally uh, manipulated." Yeah, me. like no, girl, you begged uh, for it. Yeah. So like, and she does. Oh, she begs. <laughs> she begs. Um, so when that's happening, when they're in this little tiff, um, he he tells her, which I just thought was outstanding. Thank you, Miss Katie Roberts. Not all marriages have sex tink. That's a very narrow world of view you have. And I just love that, like, in his man's mind, it's like, yeah, like, sex does not have to define a marriage. Like, sex can be a part of marriage, but, like, for you to think that all marriage is is just, like, oh, we have sex together? Like, yeah. that's a narrow world view. I, th- I feel like the quote should have been, it's not all not all marriages have sex all the time or something. I don't know. Because, like, I do feel like, I mean, at least for me. Yeah. I mean, sex, my marriage isn't solely based on sex. But if we lacked in it or if we were not good together. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like sex is a big part of marriage. Yeah, like, for sure. It's important, right? So. But, okay, I, I still, I just, I was like, yeah. yes, inclusivity, Katie Roberts. <laughs> Give it some more. Um, we need, like, a sound effect for Katie Roberts so woke. Like, <laughs> We've said this now several times in all of our podcasts. If you can't tell, Allie is definitely a major fan of Miss Roberts. Oh, please she shout me out. Please, please, Miss Katie so Roberts. If you're listening, <laughs> give her a follow. Um, and so throughout uh, the will they, won't they of Tink and Hook's relationship, yes. um, she keeps fighting him even though he seems like a good guy. And my evidence for this is um, before they've had sex, the first night that she spends the night, she even notices... The bastard cleaned his sheets in preparation for me. What a sweet, kind gesture. 
Oh my god, no! Amber, no way! How, how can you not? I, I took that as Tink assuming that he cleaned the sheets for her. What if he's a clean guy? What if he has a maid that, I mean, he's a ruler of a territory. I'm sure he has a maid that cleans his sheets daily. Okay, but no, think about it. Because remember, his wardrobe, his closet area is a mess. So he had to go out of his way. Okay. This man went out of his one. way. Yes. I'll give you yes, that one hook. slightly. Um, okay, going to keep on going because <laughs> I know Amber has strong feelings about this. <laughs> I loved Hook's reaction to her safe word. So before, they're not even having sex this time. I think this is just, um, she's going to give him like a blowjob, right? Yeah. I think is when this scene happens. And he says, um, you know, or she says her sigh is her only protest. Sorry, no, this is Hook saying her sigh is her only protest. Pirate. And then he says, I fucking love she picked that word. Her safe word is pirate Amber. Okay, I'm sure he loved it. But in, when I think of safe word, I think it needs to be something completely random where there is no way that you could accidentally <laughs> say this. He's a fucking pirate. Okay, but so, like, all what if she's like, Amber. No, just like, what if her mind's being blown? She's not thinking. She's like, oh my god, you're a sexy pirate because that's what he is. I mean, he is, yeah. And then he like stops what he's doing because she's like, oh shit, he's she said pirate, and then she doesn't get her. But orgasm. what's the worst case scenario if that happens? What if you're like on the brink of having an orgasm? And you accidentally say your safe word, and he, you know, he stops all everything because you know Amber that's what you dead do. Dead serious right and now. You Amber lose is that so orgasm. I, I feel like that would be the worst. The worst in the world. thing that could happen. Like, with the first book, Raja, there was no way she was calling. Like, hey, Raja. Raja. Yeah. Like, there was no way there was that was gonna be. Sad. So, what would your safe word be? Since you're saying it needs to be something like. Like pineapple, or like I, I feel like that's like the <laughs> cliche safe word, but like there's no way that when you're having sex that pineapple is gonna come out at any sort of way. Right? I think I want mine to be the <laughs> and I have to do the whole song before they stop. <laughs> Can you imagine how obnoxious that would be? I think you would stop just because he's not turned on. Just because I said runner. <laughs> All right, so that's how Amber feels about uh, the safe world word. Um, okay, the other thing I love about Hook in general is um, we talked on our very first episode about uh, Jafar's sub name for Jasmine, which was Baby Girl, and that it gave me the ick. Um, sorry. Daddy gave you the ick. Did Baby Girl give you the ick? Baby Girl also gave me the ick. Oh, okay. Yeah, Baby Girl gave me ick. Um... Beautiful girl does not. Oh, I loved beautiful. Right? Girl. Isn't that so sweet? Um, but I, I wanted to ask: Is that actually because they do kind of have a dom sub thing? But is that just like his name for her in general? Is that also like a sub name? You think? I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I, I don't know how she intended to write it. I didn't take it as a sub name because he. I, I, I think he does call her say brat one time through the book. Yeah, I, I could think be so, mistaken, yeah. but I, I'm pretty sure I saw it one time. But he. I don't think he calls her beautiful girl when they're in scene, does he? Oh, I don't the, remember. I would have to go back and read that, so I don't know. He definitely just, calls her that outside of scene. Yes, and we also know that Tink is only submissive during scene. She is not like Jasmine. Jasmine was a submissive through and through, 24-7, uh, having sex or not, but Tink is only submissive during scene. 
Which, what did you think of their dom-sub relationship? Or would you even call it a dom-sub relationship? No, that, definitely dom-sub in scene. And that's one I could definitely jump on board. I'm not about 24-7 like Jasmine was. But, you know, when we're in the bedroom... Uh, you're in you know, You're in for it. Tell me what to do, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and the safe word is pineapple. Um, I gotta change that. That sounds weird. Yeah, it does sound weird. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> the other thing I love to... I'm almost done with my list. Kila. Oh, that's Sorry. a good one! Oh, how does that song go? But yeah, it, it you was, yelled tequila. Yeah, okay, so tequila. That's my, anyways, continue. Um, I'm, I'm still on my listicle of why I oh. love Hook. I mean, okay. it's, it's still going. Um, He washed her hair. Has your husband ever washed your hair? Yeah, no. <laughs> why did so. you hesitate? I, like, I, I Has he come close? Was he like, mm, I might wash your hair today? Okay, so I know like when we first got together, we showered together because, you know, you, you, uh, you're brand new. Newly really coupled, sexy. yeah. yeah. But hot. then you realize, you know, somebody's got to stand in the cold for a couple seconds. Yeah. And stuff. So, uh, it's been, my husband never enjoyed showering together, so. No, see, I've never liked it, but, you know, my husband did. So we did for a while until I made him hate it as much as he, I hate it. <laughs> So, Did you, like, sabotage his shower? <laughs> well, I calmed all the hot water. <laughs> all right, but you have to answer the question, and you look like you're thinking real hard about it. Did he or did he not? You're under podcast... What was it? What are they called? Test- what are they? Test- what, Test- Test- um, Test- what are they called? <laughs> oh, you're under oath. Oh. You're under podcast oath. <laughs> Has your husband washed your hair? Not that I know. I know he's, wa- I know <laughs> he's washed my body, but I can't. I don't think he's washed my. I don't like. I, I think I've been the only person that's ever washed my own hair. Like I just feel like there's a certain way you got to get enough shampoo and enough conditioner. I feel like men don't know how much shampoo and conditioner to use. But if they don't he have did, wouldn't it be hot? I think I would really like it. I love a good hair wash. But I don't like being like touched and massaged. Okay. So that's. A me thing. Okay. So not, but hey, you one person's like, triggers, another person's king. But you're down for the hair oh, wash. I'm so down for the hair no, wash. See, I feel like, is he getting all the conditioner out right now? I feel like there's still conditioner in there. I'm going to have to rewash this when he's out of here. Like, that's, yeah. So you don't hurt their feelings? Yeah. Like, oh, got a little bit right there. <laughs> um, okay, I'm almost done, guys. Um, Hook also says, oh, damn. you feel, oh, sorry, Hook is talking to Tank um, after she has Given him oral sex, and she shuts down. That's a whole. That's I a big that thing. Was very proper. She choked on his dick. <laughs> okay, that's another. That's another way in which you could say that. There's multiple ways in which you can talk I just about. Say, this is how Katie Roberts writes it. Like, <laughs> she doesn't say. She, she gagged <laughs> on his penis. <laughs> um, okay, so we we see this a lot in the book where Tink and Hook will hook up, and afterwards Tink has like a little meltdown. And she does this quite a bit in the book, which actually kind of annoyed me. But she got issues. Yeah, she got some issues. But Hook at one point says, you feel emotionally vulnerable after sucking my cock. And, like, that was, for whatever reason, the best and worst line in the whole book for me. Amber is making a face, like, what the fuck? I was, just, I was very confused by it, I guess. By, by me liking that line? No, by the line, by the her freaking out over it. Like. Yeah, okay, so, like, why... Well, I guess, okay, we know she freaked out because in the book it's revealed to us that Tink has had some traumatic childhood. It sounds like she was in, like, the foster care system, mm-hmm. right? Then she gets with Peter Pan, who's, like, emotionally, verbally, and physically abusive, physically, I think. Yes. Physically abusive. No, physically. Right? And she's with him as, like, a teenager. 
And so she seems really on guard with Hook. But, like, man, she's so horny. And then they have sex. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, one time, yeah, but, like, every time they do something, she, oh, my heart, and then runs and hides. I'm like, you woke him up with the blowjob. Yeah. (laughs) You for it. Like. Like, she goes into these situations. Willingly. But, I mean, I guess, like, I I don't know. So you hated her for that as well. Uh, Tink annoyed me. Yeah, Tink annoyed me too. I loved uh, badass bitch Tink, like, in the underworld, doesn't take anybody's shit. I did not like the way she reacted with Hook. Did it seem realistic to you, though, that somebody who kind of puts on that front that it did. would be the same kind of person who, like, reacts that way? Yeah, it, I, I did. Yeah, as much as it annoyed me, it did feel, like, thinking back now, it does feel kind of realistic. But that also, like, how I said the last episode that... Everybody expects all these characters to be written, like, to be perfect to the T, and yeah. if they have any faults, they're like, oh, that's a shitty character, when it just makes it more relatable to us real-life uh, things. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, fine. I, I'm done with my listicle. I'm uh, I'm <laughs> done with it. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, but I, I do have a question for you, a very serious question. Okay. <laughs> Why are you scared? You just read a book about choking on cocks and you know, and you're and you're scared know. of a question I might have for you. All right, there were two major sex scenes in the book. I mean, there were lots of sex scenes, but there were two like major sex scenes. Yes. Okay. The first sex scene. Do you want to talk about it? The orgy, the five sum, the yeah, M M F M F. Wait, that's a thing. M M. Who are the two okay. M's? Uh, who? Uh, oh, it would have to Gas- be Hook Gaston and Gaton. And Hook. Not Gaston. Don't oh, get her sued. Oh, Gaton and Hook because Gaton was sucking Hook's dick. Okay. Oh, can you outline the scene for us? Yes, please okay. do so. Okay. Amber, Amber <laughs> had to do a hair flip. She had to get ready. Outline it, girl. I, I think this is one of the hottest scenes I've ever read. Yeah. Um. Okay, so it's Hook, Gaton, Beast, Malone, which would be Melissa. Maleficent. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, Tink. Yeah, five. So it's all of them. Uh, they're all kind of messing around at the beginning. I didn't really care for the uh, beginning of the scene, but the part where it got really hot for me was... Sorry, can I pause you for a second? Yeah. Um, In this scene, Hook and Tink never actually no. have sex. No, but everything she feels is through an extension of him because Wasn't he... Wasn't that so hot? Yes, because the scene is described as a shared domination where everybody is allowed to dominate Tink, but Hook was the ringleader. Like, he was like, yes, you are all going to pleasure her and you can dominate her, but you're going to do so on my say-so. And he's, like, literally shouting commands. Yes, and they are all, like, you've got these biggest, baddest people of all the territories in one room, and they're listening to Hook. Uh, So you got Gaton laying on the table. Tink gets on top of him, you know, to ride him. So his penis, her vagina. Yeah. Malone gets behind her. She has a strap, strap on. Yeah. A dildo. Uh, she puts that in Tink's ass. And then Beast is to the side. So Tink leans over to give Beast a blowjob. Wow. And then she stops in the middle of this and says, to hook, I want Gaston to suck your dick at the same time. So they're all moving in one motion, all five of these people together. 
And it, I know it sounds, so if you haven't read this book, I know it probably sounds freaking insane. Like, if somebody would have told me this without reading it, I'd have been like, what the fuck is going, how does that even work? <laughs> but when you're reading the book, it just makes sense, and it's hot. But it's also, like, yeah, it's hot, and that, like, I loved reading about yeah. it. I, I could never fucking do that in real life. Well, uh, no, we don't have the coordination. I've seen us <laughs> both move down a street. I'm like, 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 nope, sorry. <laughs> I've run out of holes, my friends. <laughs> There's nobody, too many orifices. Not enough orifices. Um, wow, Amber, did you have that written down or did you just say all that from memory? I, no, this, I, I, I read 82 erotica books last year alone and this is the one scene that has been burned into my memory. I did not even have to read this the second time to remember this. That is I, wild that you can I just know. recite their positions like from memory. Because I had to think about it for a long time. I was like, <laughs> how does this, how does this like, work? Do you think, do you think that it's actually physically possible to do that? No, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty. There's got to be porn on that. Like there, there has to be porn on that. Listeners, write yeah. in, yes. email us if you've done a five sum, a true orgy. It just or, work the yeah, way. yeah. Let, let us know. Like, I genuinely want to know. Does it really work? Because the thing I was having the most issues with imagining is, which I'm sure people have done this, but the uh, anal penetration with the oh, that's vaginal sex. That's definitely. A- oh my god! I literally cannot. No, I feel like that's like every other. That's basic. Yeah. Are you calling me basic? Well, no, I'm not saying like. <laughs> in our person, but I oh my like- god! You haven't even like done it with a strap on. No, Gross. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, if you Google, or, like, I mean, Pornhub or something? I don't know. If you Dude, look- did you know Pornhub is no longer available on Google? No. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't, no. I, 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 I don't know, I'm not, I don't <laughs> know. Why? You seem very knowledgeable on this. I mean, not gonna say, I have watched porn in my life, obviously, but it's been a while. So, this, this is news <laughs> to me. Nice. Yeah, it's no longer available. But I just, I feel like if you look up threesomes or something, that's gotta You can be find like, that. Yeah, I, okay. I feel like I've read about okay, that. Okay, so it's possible. Point. Yeah, my, mine wasn't the the amount of holes, if that's possible. Mine is, in these books, Gaston and Beast are huge. They're like huge men. They're huge, yeah. and uh, Malone is uh, really tiny, kind of like Tink. Well, Tink is a curvy, thick bitch. Curvy woman, yeah. But, you know, Tink's short, and uh, yeah. Malone is described as really tiny. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, how Tink personally fits. In this, in this in puzzle, this, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, just because of size issues, not because of hole issues. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, like, scientific. Um, okay, in this orgy, Malone uses a spreader, which I did yes. not know what that was. Can you please educate me? Um, it's, uh, there's a bunch of different kinds, but it's a, a bar with some kind of cuffs, handcuffs, whether uh, leather or, you know, regular. It's a bar that you... Like a metal bar. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I guess it could be metal, plastic, wood. It's a bar where you're cuffed to one side, either both hands, both legs, maybe hand and leg. I guess you could do any sort of combination you want, but it is to keep you immobile. It's to keep you spread. Ah, spreader. Ah. Okay, I see. You spread your legs, spread Now, spread what do you arms. think of that use? What do you, how do you feel about that? I think I'd be down. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. I haven't, like, I don't see why. We I haven't do done anything. As, as we do this podcast, I'm realizing we have not no, tried say, anything. Like, if you get legitimate, like, good quality uh, BDSM, I guess, type stuff, 
Um, like, can you elaborate? I don't like the spreaders, the whips, all, all okay, that stuff. Okay. Like, if you get like good quality ones that are meant for that, they're fucking expensive. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I am absolutely like, sure. I don't like. Maybe it's the cheap in me, but like, I'm like, I have really good sex without it, so nah. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my husband. Ah, do tell our husbands. <laughs> And um, in this scene, we also see Gaton, um, as you mentioned, taking in Hook. And you commented uh, off air that Gaton is a switcher. I also think they mentioned that in the book. No, it's definitely mentioned in the book. Uh, Gaton is a switch, so that means he can switch between being a dominant and submissive. Um, so he can play both roles. But it is mentioned that he is only a switch. Like, he only switches to his submissive side. In uh, like the private rooms, he does not openly play. Got it. So, like, he's dominant. Like, he, he doesn't mind people watching as long as he's dominant. But in his submissive side, he does not like people watching. Which, I mean, that's cool. But I guess that poses a it's question. It's more vulnerable. Like, is it the vulnerability? Does yeah. he feel like it emasculates him in any way? Because... Maybe it's like guess, public persona versus, like... Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess some people would be... Yeah. Like, judgy and say that... But, I mean, if you personally do that at home or your husband is like that at home, I don't feel like that. Whatever brings you pleasure does oh, not emasculate sure. you in Absolutely. any way. I'm, I totally misunderstood uh, what you meant by switch um, because I am an idiot and know nothing, as we've established. I thought it meant uh, that he was, like, only into, um, I guess, what you would call... Oh my god, this is gonna sound awful. Like straight scenes in public, and then that's what I took like too. Okay, uh, but but what you said is a little different from uh, that. No, that, that's when I read it, and I read the switch, and because when he is submissive, he is submissive to men. But you can be a submissive to a woman. Got it. So okay. I don't know if he does that, and uh, but just for the sake of the podcast, I'm googled the definitions of everything so i don't give false information and as per google switching is usually between dominant and sub got it okay so, so it has nothing to do with sexuality per se it's no, about i mean uh, i guess it could in this yeah. scenario but or maybe it's just he's only submissive for men so it falls in line with yeah he's switched but that raises another question like i wonder for Gaton or other men or women like can you enjoy that kind of sexual interaction without actually being like, like you wouldn't want to be in a romantic relationship with that person. You just enjoy, because it seems like in these sex scenes, a lot of the times they're just enjoying each other's, I don't know, company. They're each other's I feel like interaction, you know? I feel like, like you just have to be really like in touch with your sexuality and be totally open okay yeah, here and like understand that things aren't always about emotions and feelings. Yeah. Which poses me the question, which I find unrealistic with this book, is you have all these territories, oh all God. these leaders <laughs> know, yeah. of these territories, all, you know, manning their lines outside of Carver City. Carver City is the neutral city. But no, 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 sorry. The underworld's oh, neutral underworld. city. Oh, I, I apologize. Underworld's neutral, uh, neutral grounds. So you got all these big badass players that may or like may not crime like bosses, yes. gangsters, mafiosos. Yeah, but then when they come to the underworld, all of it's neutral. Nobody hates each other. They're all fucking each other. It's <laughs> it's just, and then they go back to their cities, and I'm like, there's no way that they 
I mean... Yeah, like, how is that possible? Like, how do they separate emotions from that? Because, like, if I go back to my castle and I'm like, I just had a fivesome with my neighboring territories that I don't like or whatever, like, I I gotta like them now or something. Or Or something, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how you could pass that much time with somebody so intimately. I mean, it's a very intimate space, right? Even if there's no emotion to it. Yeah, I just mean you want to... You don't get married to the person, yeah. but it, there's got to be some kind of intimacy where it affects your politics on this. Which, I mean, I've only read a couple books by her, and it has not happened yet. So but I'd like to see it. Yes. Um. Also, Katie Roberts, can you draw a girl a map? I need a map <laughs> because all these territories, like she'll she'll kind of every now and then give a cardinal direction, like oh, it's north or south or adjacent to this, and I'm like. I, like, I feel like a, you know how police officers will have those crazy boards where they're trying to catch the serial killer <laughs> and there's the strings yeah, yeah. everywhere? That's how I feel trying to piece together Carver City. So <laughs> throw your girl a map, Katie. Okay, so that was the fivesome. Um, there's another really hot sex scene, which, okay, Amber just made a face, so I guess you don't think it's as hot. I actually, well, okay, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. There is a threesome, which happens. Mm-hmm. Amber, do you want to talk about the threesome? Okay, so the threesome is Gaton, Hook, and Tink. This is after Gaton's, um, it's not his actual fa- father, but it's his father figure. He dies. And this Which, is what- did you notice? It's like Belle's dad. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you notice? Cause yeah. I, do, I do know, I have not read the book, but I do know there's another book based on Belle, or in this case, Gaton Isabella, and Beast. Yeah. Gaston and Beast. Gaton, Gaton. and Beast. Don't get her sued. I'm so sorry, Katie. We're sorry, Katie. Um, we love you. Uh, so the threesomes between them, uh, Gaton's father figure just died. He's an emotional wreck, and his, you know, apparently first thought is, I want to go have a threesome <laughs> with my newly married friends. Who doesn't? Uh, no. Who, who doesn't? Of course. <laughs> uh, so the part I did appreciate was uh, Hook has some business, like, they, he stops whatever business they're doing at the moment, and he's like, we're going to focus on our friend, we're going to make him feel good tonight. But he tells Gaston and Tink, you know, go get in the shower, start playing around with each other. While I wrap things up. Yeah. Uh, and just don't make each other come. You do whatever you want. Yeah. Don't make each other come. I'm going to go do some shit. And I liked the level of trust that he has. Right. And Tink, so I did appreciate that. Isn't that, like, that's pretty. I mean, I could never do it. Like, I'm too. <laughs> well, we're not in those communities. My but my no. God, like, anyone makes fun of people in these kinds of relationships is quite trash to me because like the amount of trust and respect and communication i mean that's like that's, that's admirable honestly no, that's, like but that's what i'm saying i feel like there's some people's kinks yeah and like like i i i like reading about these things but we love to read about i could never share my husband camera's <laughs> <laughs> got that i'll cut a bitch look on her face <laughs> i'll cut you both uh, but, but that no, was really cool that like no, he trusted her I did her, appreciate yeah. that part of the scene um, and then Gaston he his fetish is going down on women he so loves oral sex he, he, yes <laughs> that's his thing so he's going down on Tink and then Hook is fucking his ass the rest of the time yeah pretty much and I, I mean I feel like it's like three pages of just them switching up different forms of that yeah and actually, I, I kind of have a reading that um, I would like our guest reader to do for us. Oh, um, I, I just, I, I really liked this quote because I think um, for me, 
I enjoyed kind of like what you mentioned hook being an extension or sorry all of the actions being performed being an extension of hook yes that was like, super hot to nothing me. was happening without his say yeah um so if our guest reader could do me the honor of reading uh this quote that I have pulled up right over here my whole body goes tight at the sight of his cock sinking into her pussy at the sound of Tank's little gasp, at the way Gatan's big hands flex on her hips like he can't decide if he wants to slam into her or slow down so it never stops. Fuck, that was hot. So that was very hot. Hook watching his new wife getting railed by... <laughs> railed? Amber! Getting railed by Gatan, Gatan, Gatan. Um, also, listeners, I did get my drink in that brief hiatus, so here we go. Oh, that was lame. There we go. All right. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that was super hot. Um, I, I loved it. That was one of my favorite scenes in the threesome. Um, but something about the threesome was there were so many emotions that happened in that scene because, again, Tink, Hook, Gaton all have sex, and Tink has a breakdown, and then she and Hook have to talk it out, and honestly, by the end of the chapter, I forgot Gaton was there. See, and that's what I feel like. I feel like when you're having these, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I've never done this. I'm not part of this, um, the group that does participate in threesomes or anything. So I don't know, but I just feel like in that moment, there's so many emotions, like especially with Gaton, you know, uh, losing his father figure. And right. Everything. Like, I feel like if, I, if I'm having a random threesome with somebody that we're not, romantically linked with like if it's not our unicorn it's not our you know thing that we're yeah yeah together. like i feel like it sh like it should be a time where there's no emotions but i feel like everybody's like really emotional in this moment yes like because even Tink brings up to Gaton his relationship with Isabel, and he, he's like i don't want to talk about that right now and i'm just like jesus guys like give him a break he just lost his like father I, figure like, why are y'all having when y'all are all emotional because everyone's you know, so horny hook and tink they just came back from um finding out that tink's all her belongings were destroyed by peter so they're all like their emotions in a very, vulnerable state yes and i feel like you should not be participating in these they're just like grind it out man i don't so maybe that's just like my personal view on it and maybe that's just a thing but like i just feel like that would cause a lot more issues than it would fix them yeah, I agree. Okay, so now to the final question of, I shouldn't say final, um, the question of which scene was hotter? The fivesome orgy or the threesome? Oh, the fivesome for me. Yeah. Definitely the fivesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what about you? I, despite my issues with the threesome, you know, I just, I thought, Maybe the emotional vulnerability did something did for something. me. I think it did something for me. As much as I hate, like, uh, parts of it, it did something for me. It felt, I think it felt more realistic to me. The threesome scene felt more realistic than the fivesome scene. Okay. And you know, as we discussed in the last episode, I'm into voyeurism. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess happened in the fivesome scene. Yeah. But yeah. I think for me, it's just, if I were to ever partake in something like that, which I don't think I could, like I said, like reading about it, I don't think I could do it in real life. Uh, but if I did do that in real life, like I wouldn't want to be emotionally attached to anybody. Yeah. Like, that, that's, you know, just my husband. Like if- Too many had, emotions like, in the mix. Yeah. Like, I, like 
I don't want him to be emotionally vulnerable with anybody else but me. And vice yeah, versa. yeah. So. so, okay, that being said, um, I do have to ask, who would you smash? We have Hook, Beast, Gaton, Jafar. We have Meg from book one, who also appears in book three. We have Malone. We have Jasmine, who is from book one, but is briefly brought up by Tink in book three. We have Tink, we have Peter, or of course, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Edgar. Okay. Um, I will go with... Ooh, pick wisely. Probably Beast. Beast? Oh my god. Can I tell you my favorite um, quote about Beast in the entire book? Oh my god. Wait, I have to find it because that cracked me up. I was oh, literally anyway, dying laughing. Okay, so during the five stuff, at one point... <laughs> Tink comments on Beast's role in the fivesome, and she calls it, or she describes Beast as being both painfully sexy and also weird as shit, because he's silent <laughs> the entire time. How can you have a fivesome with somebody and not say a single word? But just the description of <laughs> painfully sexy, but also weird as shit. <laughs> I think him not talking. Do you find it painfully her. sexy or, or weird as shit? Which one? Which so one? I, I fell in love with the painfully sexy. <laughs> like, I don't know. Amber likes her men like, silent. I, 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 I was a huge Twilight fan, and so those of that, you know. I've never Twilight. read Twilight. Oh, okay, well, you're like the one percent. <laughs> so that's what, like I was like Jasper the most like you know the, he's the, Jasper he was the silent brooding one that was okay like, so you like silent and brooding yeah maybe that's it I yeah at least in this book I just, I'm a beast person okay but oh, wait I don't know it also said that his dick was pierced and I feel like that might oh be, yeah I forgot that detail I might actually get like hooked on something down I, there I don't I, I, I don't. have never actually experienced um, any kind of sexual contact with somebody with a, um, penis piercing? Oh, me neither. But, like, how does that work? I'm curious. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her, don't tell her husbands to get penis piercings. <laughs> they would not. <laughs> um, okay. So, Beast, it is for you. And you. Whew. I I am just such a hook stan. I, I will admit it. I was into hook. I really mm -hmm. was. Yeah. The only thing about hook that caught me off guard is him being a gym bro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that. I guess I picture in the cartoons like the tall scrutty. I think yeah. I, I have like such a hard, like, I don't like. You couldn't get past the, yeah. I just keep picturing, you know, the, the Disney classic. So do you know yeah. how I got past it? I had to imagine Captain Jack Sparrow. Johnny Depp is Captain oh. Jack Sparrow. And once I had that image in my head. Oh, maybe I could get on board. There that. we go. Now that now that you have that yeah. image. Because I also didn't like that Beast was described as smaller than Hook. I thought that was weird too. He's like short, but stocky. Yeah, but it said he was also 
Like, didn't it say he was uh, not as built as Hook? Or yeah, they did say that somewhere. But, but isn't that weird? Because you would expect Beast to be, like, the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. At least rivaling Gaston. Not, right. Not trying to Especially because they are actually rivals, as it's described in the book. So yeah. you would think that they would be similar, you know, builds. Yeah. Um, but you have not read that book. No, I have not. Um, but yeah, Hook does it for me because he is Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, I did not like, though, that he keeps protein shakes in his house. <laughs> that detail, Katie Roberts, why? Like, why did you include that? I did not need to know that that Hook is trying to bulk. <laughs> that was a weird, a weird part. All right, um, so was there anything that, because I don't think we've really talked much about things we hated in this book. I'm going through my list right now. I think we've gone over a lot of them. The things that you um, hated? Because I, I have some things from this book that I hated. Wait, where? I know I have something. If you want to start with yours. Yeah. Um, okay, so the, um, the Tink characterization, we've talked a little bit about um, in terms of um, being annoyed by her reactions um, to their sex and her um, just, like, shutting down all the time. Um... But, like, not only was it annoying that she, like, built up all these walls and would just shut down after sex, but, like, she did not see Hook as the catch that he is. He is such a catch, and, like, Tink was unable to see that. Um, when she told... Okay, so there was a scene where she, like, is trying to escape after they've had sex, and Edgar... <laughs> I love Edgar. Edgar's a real one. It's like standing at the door. And Tink shows up with a knife, which it killed me because in the book, Hook is like, how did she get that knife? But then it's never revisited. Like, yeah, how did she get this knife? Like, it's like a giant knife that she has. I didn't like, this is supposed to be your big bad bodyguard. I know. And this girl who said she's never even used her mace before <laughs> is, <laughs> is, is being brought down by <laughs> You know, a little five-foot woman with a knife. I mean, but so okay. she yells at Hook in that scene, die in a fire. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, all right. Like, I just, I thought her characterization was a little sloppy. Um, she also had these random, like, religious views that kept coming up. Did you catch that? I, I saw that. I don't, I don't know if I loved it or hated it because, like, part of me is like, you know, you, you're living in sin, technically, and working in sex but then also like is that really a sin like does that mean you can't be religious just because you do what you do absolutely but it was just like i felt like it was too forced because like they like hammered home that like she does charity for like the poor and i'm just like i don't know it just felt too like okay just show me that don't like I don't know, the priest just walked in and was like we missed your monthly donation and i'm like all right cool we get it she's charitable like and i feel like her knowing the priest was like the only thing that made it all relatable. Yes. Yeah. Like, like it was just thrown in there just to be thrown in there. Yeah. It was, it was very much thrown in there. And this one quote that she had, um, where she's, she's agreed to marry hook. They were, they're married, but she's still thinking about leaving him. And, uh, she has this thought that's like, we haven't had sex by the most Catholic of definitions, but even if an annulment isn't an option, divorce always is. And I'm like, what? Like, had sex with anybody in the Catholic Yeah, I, <laughs> like, is, is annulment and divorce in the eyes of the church really your concern after <laughs> you worked out a sex dungeon? I don't know. Maybe it is, and that's cool, but, like, it just, it seemed unbelievable to me. Um, 
So one thing I hated was how Aurora, Alecto, I think that's how we yes. say the name. Yes, yes. Uh, Meg, Hercules, all of them, they were so protective of her. Which, I mean, of course, you're going to be protective of your friends. But, like, when she's telling you, you know, I'm okay and, you know, you've got Aurora. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna fight for you. I'm going to go to Hades right now. And right. And Alecto's like, who do I need to kill? Da, da, da. But, like, it's also been said for the past five years, she's been a bad bitch. She's been... Angry, feisty, she's got a quick tongue, like, yes, I understand she came in as a broken, fragile girl, but yeah. over the past five years, like, she's... She's been, developed. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's been, like, written as, like, you know... She's supposed to be a badass. Yeah! Yeah. And, like, now all of a sudden, everyone's protecting her out of nowhere, and I just, I don't know, I felt like that was just kind of, like, out of character. Not, I don't know how to say out of character or not. Yeah, but did I, you I, feel like they were pushing the friendship theme a little hard? Yes, I'm like... You worked together every day for five years, and now that she's gone, you want to be her friends? Right. It was kind of weird how she, like, didn't realize she had friends. Or, like, are they your friends? I'm just like, you work together every day, and now that you're leaving, oh, we need to get a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee! I know, they were killing me. Okay, so just to clarify to the listeners, when Tink gets kicked out of the underworld, Meg... Electo and Aurora, who are all women who work at the at the Underworld Club with her, all of a sudden are wanting to get cocktails with her, wanting to get coffee with her, very concerned about her well-being. But where were you the last five years? <laughs> like, yeah, like, where, where have you been? Um, especially in the very final scene where she's ambushing Peter and she's, like, going up to his penthouse. But before she goes, there's, like, this weird group text that's happening. And I was like... Tink, you got a lot going on right now. Like I, like, I don't know if now is the time to be in this group chat. Like, like if, I don't know if I'm about to, like, potentially die. die. Yeah. Like, you know, my the love of my life is upstairs probably getting tortured. Right. So my first thought is not going to be, like, hey, let me text my besties really fast. Like, I'm sorry. I love you. But like- TTYL. <laughs> BRB, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I wasn't a fan of that part. One other thing I did not like is um, there was part where Tink told Hook that I guess previously they were obviously messing around and he did the denied orgasm where yes. he gets her on the brink and, you know, you stop. And yeah. that is, some people like that, that, that is a kink, but for some people that's a trigger, that's a torture, uh, form of torture. And she tells him, hey... I did not like that. I don't want to do that again. And he tells her, oh, I won't do that again in this scene. Like, I won't do that again today. Yeah. So it's insinuating that he's going to do it in the future. And I'm sorry, but, like, there's got to be a common ground with doms and sons and stuff. Like, if you put a line, when you say, hey, I do not like this. Yeah. do not do this again. That's communication. Yeah, that's saying, like, hey, that's not a, oh, I'm not feeling it today. No, she's saying she doesn't like it, so you stop it. Yeah, I did not catch that in the book, um, so I'm glad that you flagged it because I felt like that is another example of, like, just out of, like, just sloppy characterization, just out of character for Hook, right? Hook, that, that was the only red flag I really saw for him. Yeah, so, like, that that's just, like, come on, like, clean it up in editing, you know? Just Especially <laughs> when he was, like, so very serious about his safe words and all that stuff. Which, speaking of, that kind of leads us into the one sex scene that um, we have not discussed yet, which is the... Do you know how to pronounce it? I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty <It's>, is key. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, it's basically 
bondage with rope. Uh, I'm going to attempt to say it. Shibari? I don't think that sounds Do you think right. that's right? I mean, it sounds right to me, but I honestly don't know. Uh-uh. But, so, yeah, she did use her safe word in that moment. Well, okay, I want to back it up a little bit because are you, were you into, let me, all right, let me present Shibari first and I'm going to ask how you felt about it. Okay. So it was, it was quite a process because not just bondage, but it seems like, at least based on the description from the book, it's like a very intricate uh, oh. form of bondage. Oh, it's not just it. like, oh, you've seen it. Not like in real life, oh. but like. <laughs> I was no, like, ooh, tell I, me more. No, I, I have seen like pictures of it. It's not just simply like tying a fancy knot. Like they get, you, you guys can't see me. I'm, I'm drawing. She's like drawing them. a picture of her <laughs> boobs. <laughs> the way they lace and they. It's they like crisscross. Amber's doing lots of twirling like, on her boobs it's, and it's not, swirling. It's not just like, you know, you tie a knot here, you tie a knot there. Like it, it can take a couple of hours. Really? Hours? Depending on how intricate you want to get this. My God. It seems almost like an art form. The way they were describing it, like it seemed like art. No, it's it's definitely not just, you know, tying hands behind your back. It, yeah. It's, it's an art form. And a lot of times these ropes cost a lot of money or there are specific ropes for this. Uh, so it doesn't cause uh, chafing and stuff. Like, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Like, so. Um, I like that. The people who have these ropes... Usually they mean a lot to them or yeah. they, they take care, or could care of them. So she was saying, I'm scared to use my safe word because it doesn't just end. It takes time to unrope because a lot of the people who um, do the ropes, they, they won't just cut them. They, yeah. They're going to undo each one because the ropes mean that, that much. That much, so, yeah. But... In this case, which was pretty hot, um, so they're having, this is actually their first time actually having sex. Just, like, penetration, yeah. just them, And it's just sex. them, no other people. Tink ended up getting on her knees, crawling to him, and they're going to have sex. And Tink sees him getting these ropes out, and that's when she gets nervous about, like, will he stop? This is, like, the ultimate show of trust. Um, and the hottest thing is that when she says her safe word, when she gets uncomfortable, he cuts the ropes. What did you think of that? I, I love that. Yeah. That, like, I felt like that was almost the redeeming of the, the red flag that I said earlier yeah. of him. Um, that, you know, he's like, I, my, my woman matters more to me than a fucking pair of ropes. Although, I guess now that you've just said that, is that redemption? Because, like, shouldn't always your partner mean more to you than some ropes? Like, now you said that, I'm like, oh, wait, actually, that's, like, base, <laughs> baseline. <laughs> well, now I'm rethinking what everything <laughs> Like, my God, I hope my husband would pick me over some ropes. Not to belittle the ropes, but. I think it, like, specifically hit me hard because uh, Miss Roberts, she specifically wrote, like, Tink said, uh, you know, it's not a fast most times. Yeah. The dominants or whoever, they, they care about the ropes and they won't. Absolutely. Uh, they, they undo it. So I think it was just... It was like, meant to be a sign of affection yeah, or like so, a, a true sacrifice, so right? She, she wrote that very beautifully, but now saying that out loud, like, yes. It's like, I don't care who you are, you should be cutting the fucking ropes. Right. Cut the damn ropes. Works. Asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did you think of the Shibari scene? Are you, is that, a, is that like, did you like it? Are you into it? I feel did like... Did it do anything for you? It didn't even make it into our would you rather of like 5G or 3D. 
threesome, five, five, five orgy, five, I don't know. Oh, I, I guess I didn't add it because for me, like, I, I feel like it's a very beautiful process, you know, if that's what you're into, then I, I feel like that could be very sexy and hot, but to me, I feel like when I'm turned on, if it takes you... <laughs> Amber's not trying to wait. Even if it takes you, like, 15 minutes to, like, rope me up, which I know a lot of this takes way longer than 15 minutes, like... <laughs> Amber's like, I'm like, done. I'm <laughs> sorry. But I don't, I don't know, maybe I, I have kids. So, like, I just, like... Yeah. You know, I gotta get shit done pretty, pretty fast. You gotta I get just, the dino nuggies. <laughs> I gotta get the dino nuggies out of the oven. And I, just, I don't have You can't do that them. in shibari. No. So if we're even you, saying that right. down to, to bondage? But uh, it's not that I'm not into it, but for some reason, it just did not make it into the top sex scenes for me. I just think the, the voyeurism and all of, like, hook directing... Just is so much hotter to me yeah. than the bondage. Um, I I think I would enjoy looking at somebody in bondage, like yeah. seeing that that art and like the body on display oh, like that. Definitely. Yeah, that's super hot. Um. Okay. So a couple of terms that I just needed clarification on. Cool. Um. There was mention of a truffle. Truffle. Thruple. Thruple. Truffle or thruple. Thruffle. 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 Like, <laughs> like couple, thruffle, like three, threesome. But not not just like a three, a thruffle like is a couple, but like, like a three people relationship. Polygamy. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. Polygamy. Okay, we're on board now. Yeah. There we go. Um, There was also, um, in one of the scenes, um, I think Tink is kind of taking some control of the situation. She has decided to give a hook a blowjob even though he didn't like ask for it and uh, she says he's not talking about the blowjob he's talking about my topping from the bottom and I did not understand what that meant because when I think of, of top and bottom I think of like either like cowgirl writing or I think of like in um I guess like anal penetrative sex like like I'm a top or I'm a bottom um I guess I could I mean, you're not wrong, but in this instance, um, when she's saying she's topping from the bottom, it's because usually she is the submissive in their sexual acts. Um, so the fact that she was the one demanding, saying, I'm giving you a blowjob. I want to okay. give you a blowjob right now. They were switching roles. Like, he, she was being the dominant for... I'm topping from the bottom. Yeah. So she was becoming the top and he was like i'll allow it right now like you can be don't try this shit in public girl but right now but because i'm allowing you to like don't get used to this shit you're you're gonna be submissive okay okay um so let's think about some new kinks and tropes uh that we might have gotten from this um so what what did you think what was a new kink for you what was a new trope anything you liked Um, I wouldn't say any of this is new for me, but... <laughs> it was like, I'm old at um, this. This was definitely an enemies to lovers. Um, oh, yeah. So. It, t- it totally was, yeah. Uh, did you learn any new kinks or... Yeah, actually, um, there were at least oh, just one kink that I learned about and enjoyed, which was the come play. Oh. There is a part during the five-some 
the the five G. I I'm calling it a five G because it just like always call it a five G. Yeah, like I don't know. That sounds right to me. Like a a a four G, but a five G. You get it? Like instead of an orgy, five G. Yeah. Like. I don't know. Okay, from now on, if we have a number before the G, that is the amount of people that we have in our orbit. 5G. Yeah, so we have a 5G. 5G. All right. Um, I really enjoyed that um, Beast and Gatan, I think, ejaculated onto Tink. Yes. And in their semen. <laughs> Amber hates that I'm using, like, these, like, proper terms. <laughs> but in, in their cum on her chest, Hook traced out the words, mine. I thought that was so fucking hot. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was. Yeah, I just like. Amber's <laughs> <I'm pretty sure laughs> just like. <laughs> like. Like I said, I couldn't do it, but if you're gonna write it and if I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna. Write <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna write something and come on my chest, it better be mine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can you imagine if you would have just like drawn a penis? <laughs> <laughs> Roberts was not a woman that's what a male like writer would have done and then he drew a cock but because it's a woman writing it and she knows like the the deepest darkest fantasies of every woman yeah yeah he writes mine and it's just such a hot scene because it's like in that moment you realize or I shouldn't say realize but in that moment all of the other people in the scene are like non-existent because you see that the entire time it was really just hook and tank. Of course. You know, it was it was always hook and tank. And that's that's hot. That's hot. Um okay, so I, I was into that. Um something I have realized about myself, which I don't know why, don't make that face at me. Okay. I'm not into male masturbation. <sighs> I know. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know men masturbate. I'm sure my husband masturbates. Um, but I'm just not into it. Okay, well, I will have to disagree. All right. I thought it was hot. Like, Can you explain what, just, what scene we're talking about? Um, Hook goes to the shower. It's a see-through shower. Um, Tink is on the bed. This is... So you can, like, see the shower from the yeah, bed, right? Yeah. the beginning of the books, they're still definitely in their enemies, um, relationship of the enemies to lovers. And Hook starts masturbating, jacking off in the shower. He's fisting the cock. He's fisting the cock. <laughs> uh, Tink can definitely see through the shower. She starts playing with her pussy. God, every time you say it, it just, I can't get used to it. I just can't. I don't know. I, I Oh, man. Well, All right. Anyways, she plays with her pussy. <laughs> she did it again. And then, uh, Hook obviously, uh, Hook knows what she's doing. Uh, they're, they're He's speaking, like teasing her. Yeah, they're speaking with each other. He's like, you know, if I come out of the shower, what am I going to find? And she's going to be like, you know, I'm I'm wet. I'm playing with myself. <laughs> I hope she didn't say like that. I'm wet. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the actual line. But they both get themselves off by knowing the other one is getting themselves off. And when he comes out, she, you know, spreads her legs and shows him the evidence of her orgasm. The evidence. Yes, the evidence of her orgasm. And I just, I don't know, I thought the whole thing was hot. I guess the thought of, like, seeing, like, I mean, 
<laughs> okay, so my husband, if he jacks off, or when he does, when I'm watching, knowing he's doing it, looking at me, and I'm the reason that he was able to get himself off without even touching me, that is the hottest fucking thing. All right. To me. Okay. Well, so, now we know where that, that kink comes from yeah. for you. That it's a personal... Yeah, because it's something that we actually do. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know why uh, it doesn't do it for me when I know, like, every man, like, does it, you know? But um, what do we say? Somebody's trigger is another person's kink. Um, And with that being said, guys, I think we are going to go ahead and wrap it up. So... Um, if you like what you heard today, you can go ahead and follow us on Instagram. That is Don't Tell Your Husband at Don't Tell Your Husband. There we go. And we also have a Facebook page, Don't Tell Your Husband. And our TikTok is at Don't Tell Your Husband PC. The next book we will be discussing is Railed by the Easter Bunny by Dahlia Davies. Go to any of our social medias to purchase your copy or ebook through our Amazon Associates account and help support small business. And as always, don't tell your husband.